This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, inviting you to join me right here on Enjoying Everyday Life, where I give you easy and practical ways to live a life you truly love. Joyce Meyer is heard at 7.30 a.m. Monday through Friday here on WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at AccessAbleDesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Today I want to talk to you about the power of words. Somebody say the power of words. How many of you know that your future is always in your present? Come on, we know that, don't we? 
What you do today determines your tomorrow. What you say yes to today will determine your tomorrow. What you say no to today will determine your tomorrow. Everything that you act on today, every decision you make, everything you move on, what you decide to do and what you decide not to know will determine what happens in your life tomorrow, will determine what your tomorrow is going to look like. We know that, right? And we know also that it's important what we believe because we always behave what we believe. If you believe a lie, you'll behave a lie. If you believe the truth, you'll behave the truth. So if you believe something about yourself that has been put in you where you've been indoctrinated or it's been spoke over you, maybe something somebody said to you all your life, that'll manifest in your behavior as an adult. Hmm? Some of us know what I'm talking about because when you were a child, you may have had somebody, maybe it was a parent, maybe it was a friend, maybe it was an uncle, maybe it was somebody at school, put you down. And when you get put down and people begin to agree with something negative about you and they begin to speak that, we tend to subconsciously begin to believe that and that belief begins to shape our tomorrows. So how many know some kid that's been told he'll never amount to anything, most likely in his life, he'll have that manifesting in his life throughout his life. And he'll go either two ways. He won't never amount to anything or he'll become an overachiever and get addicted to working to make sure that he can prove that word that was wrong in his life. Hello. Amen. So words affect us. And what we believe, we will behave. We behave everything that we believe, whatever truths we hold on to. That's why it's so important to get the truth this morning. It's so important that we understand truth in our life. Our text this morning is in Psalms chapter 19 and verse 14. I want to talk to you about one of the most important principles concerning your future. We started this a few weeks ago. We started out understanding that what we say can determine our future how we speak about our life, and I just kind of want to pick that up. Let's read this together in a Living Bible Translation. May my spoken words and my unspoken thoughts be pleasing even to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I'm going to read it again. May my spoken words, somebody say words, and my unspoken thoughts, say thoughts, be pleasing even to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you for the anointing in the house today, and I thank you for truth that transforms us. God, give us revelation on our life. Lord, I pray for every person that walked into this building today, God, that they receive the truth for their life, and they leave this place different than when they got here. Father, I speak it and declare it according to your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, elbow somebody and say, you better watch what you say. About 12 years ago, God began to establish this principle in me and Kim's lives, and and we began to learn this truth. We got plugged in at a Word of Faith church. And, you know, we had always gone through, grew up in the Assemblies of God. And we always just said, you call it like you see it. Come on, how many know that? It is what it is. You know, you say what it is. Amen. And when we began to see this truth, um, it didn't really change us overnight. It was something that we had to keep walking in and practicing and walking in. And sometimes I still don't get it right today. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't say. Does, can anybody relate to that? We had to develop a habit of speaking correctly. You have to work at this. You have to understand the truth that comes out of God's word and then begin to apply it to your life. And it's something that's a process. We grow into it every day. We become more Christ-like every day. How many remember this saying? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You ever wonder where that came from? Hmm? Who would ever really say such a thing? Y'all know that's not true, right? This saying first appeared during the Civil War in 1862. It was a black uh, Methodist preacher in an Episcopal church. And he put out a newspaper to talk to the people who had been disenfranchised. They were being abused. They were being sold into slavery. They were being burned at the stake and being killed. And in an effort to get them to keep their mouth shut, because every time 
somebody that owned a slave would say something to a slave that was derogatory or put them down and the slave would talk back, they would be victimized, they would be abused, they would be beaten. Come on, hello. We have an ugly history in our country. So this Methodist preacher said, this is why he put this out in the newspaper, and he said this, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Now, we know that's not true, but what happened is, is that it kept a lot of them from getting killed because he taught them to stay quiet when they were being abused verbally. Now, while they didn't get killed physically, how many know it left a lot of emotional scars? Come on, how many know there's never been more suffering in the United States of America than there is in the black community? We still got riots going on in Baltimore today because there's things that have been sown generations ago that we're still reaping today in society. Whether you want to admit it or not, it's there. Some of the worst things in life have come to us from the words that have been spoken over us. Some of the things that have manifested in our life to this day are because of what somebody has said to us. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, it says that death death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life. In other words, there's a positive and a negative. Come on now. Death and life is in the power of my tongue and I can speak death to something or I can speak life to it and whatever I love about it, I'm going to eat the fruit of it. That means if you go around speaking death and you keep speaking death, then you're going to get the fruit of death in your life. If you go around speaking life and speaking life, then you'll get the fruit of life in your life. Come on, how many of you can reap a lot of things from what you say this morning? When I got started in the ministry, I just assumed that philosophy of calling it like it was, was being truthful. I'm just going to tell the truth, huh? And, and, and I just assumed that's the way it was and calling it like it is and saying it the way I perceived it and discerning people and saying, you ain't right. You need to get your act together. I know what you're doing. Come on, hello, how many of you ever been to a church like that? <laughs> you don't have to raise your hand too high. I grew up in a church like that, man. You couldn't do nothing right. You know, and it seemed like the matter they were at you when you got to church, the more you had to repent. I think I got saved every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, and every Wednesday night. You know, I don't know how many times I've been baptized in water because I felt like I needed to keep getting baptized. Hello, amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we thought we were speaking truth. And when I was young, when I was a teenager, I didn't understand this principle. I, I I was a pretty good communicator growing up. I always had something to say. And I always had something to say about somebody else. And, uh, and I always had something to say back to somebody when they said, I had to have the last word. Y'all know anybody like that? Uh, some of y'all might be that. You ain't never going to leave well enough alone. going to keep on saying it and keep on talking. Amen. Uh, how many know when you're a teenager, you always got something to say? We know that working here in the school. When you bring somebody, one of the kids in from doing wrong, man, I mean, it's like going to the Supreme Court with these kids sometimes. They want to argue for two hours of why they were not talking in the hallway. I'm like, you were talking in the hallway, just take it, deal with it, get on with your life. Come on, amen? Hmm? When we were teenagers, we all knew that there was nothing we didn't know or understand about life. And if we didn't know or understand something about life, we just made it up and sold it anyway. Huh? We tried to get people to believe it. But how I many know some people don't ever grow out of that? Some people will grow up and they become an adult and they're still a smart aleck. They still run their mouth. They still provoke and push buttons and provoke and provoke and provoke. Hello, Amen. And they got that attitude their whole life. And, and then all of a sudden, they get married. Hello. Now, listen, that's my wife, for those of you who don't know, sitting on the front row. And that's Kim. She is beautiful. Amen. She's awesome. And there's no doubt when you look at her and you look at me, I married way up. 
I did really good. God blessed me. He put favor on my life and he put a trial on Kim. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but when I met Kim, I found out that both of us had a very, very, very strong opinion about things. And we both like to express that opinion. Does that sound familiar to anybody, huh? So how many of you know that when our opinions were different on some subjects, the, the atmosphere in our home began to change? And the romance went out the window, and the peace went out the window, and, and, and the atmosphere began to get a little bit charged and a little bit heavy and a little bit, you know what I'm saying? How many know what I'm talking about? In other words, all hell broke loose. Uh, you want to break something, but you don't know what to break because you had to buy it with your own money, and you're a newlywed, and you don't want to break. Come on. Hmm? And, boy, I'm really coming clean. Amen. Sometimes, and sometimes in the middle of the argument, I just could, I couldn't take it no more. I just have enough. And I, so I would make it a joke. I would just do this little dig at her and say, I'm just joking with you. I'm just kidding. And that would always backfire because then she got mad at me for making her the butt of my joke. There was really no way to win the thing. Come on. The best thing you can do sometimes is just be quiet. And it's like I told you a few weeks ago, if you got, ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Come on, amen? See, what I didn't know is I didn't understand the power of words that would come out of my mouth and, and how it would affect my relationship and the atmosphere of my home. And how many know it does affect the atmosphere of your home? Come on, there's, every word carries with it power. It carries life or death. And sometimes they're the same words. You can walk to somebody and say, how you doing? And it has life on it. Or you can walk to somebody and go, how you doing? And it's got death on it. Come on, hello, is everybody getting this? Is this all right? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a minute. But first, I want to take the opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship services are 9 and 11 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church, and there's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's children's church, youth group, senior meetings, there's something for everyone. If you are new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for everyone. You ever heard anybody say this? Well, if mama ain't happy, then nobody ain't happy. Come on. As if it was ladies who produced the atmosphere of the home. Listen, guys. Your wife might bring beauty into your house. But you are responsible for the atmosphere of your house. I tell guys this and they get mad at me. And listen, I have to tell myself this because I really don't want to take responsibility for it sometimes in an argument. But I am aware of the fact that it is my responsibility to set the atmosphere of my house. I am the head of the house. God's called me to be the husband to my wife. I had a pastor tell me a long time ago, he said, Jason, your wife is your garden. God's called you to take care of your garden. If you got weeds in your garden, if you got thorns in your garden, if you got stuff in your garden, if you got other people in your garden, then you better get out there and take care of your garden. Amen. It's your fault. Ain't her fault. God gave her to you, not you to her. Amen. She's your wife. Come on, somebody, help me. Amen. So listen, guys. 
If there ain't no peace in your home, take responsibility for it. Whew, I felt all the air just leave the room. <laughs> Y'all know I'm going to get some special good treatment when I get home, right? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to discipline your children for being a smart aleck if you're one. Junior, don't say that. And, it's, and then Junior looks at you and says, well, I heard you say that the other day to Mama. Hello. We need to begin to understand that I am made in God's image. That there is power and authority with the words that I speak. I am in His likeness. So understanding how God works is vital for my existence on this world. If I'm really going to have a place where I can live, where there's abundant life, where I'm not all twisted up in my head, where I'm not just surviving, but I'm actually living life and enjoying it. Where I can live overcoming. There's some things that people can hardly handle when they find them in the Bible. But listen, I've learned that most truth in the Bible will upset you before it can make you free. So we need to understand what the Bible really says about what we are, who we really are in the kingdom of God. What does it really mean to be a child of God? And how do we use the power that God puts in us? How do we walk in the things that he's given us? Otherwise, we just live our Christian life being a victim of the world that we live in. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being a victim. When God's called me to be a victor, I'm tired of being overcome when God's called me to be an overcomer. I want to know if I got anybody in the house today that wants to be on the winning team. Praise the Lord. Psalms 8 says this. He said, how excellent is thy name, O Lord. How excellent is thy name. And then he goes two verses later and he says this. For what is man that thou art mindful of him? Nor the son of man that thou did visit him, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Now when you read that, you think, well, okay, I get it. That makes sense. But the truth of the matter is, is when you begin to study this verse out, that's not what the original manuscript says. That's not what the writers wrote. The writers that wrote this were the, King, the people that wrote the King James Version of the Bible. They couldn't imagine us being higher than angels. They didn't always interpret it right sometimes. I don't want to mess you up because I know some people think the King James Bible is God's infallible authority, especially if you've been to a, a very traditional church. But let me just help you. The people that wrote that Bible were very reserved. Come on. One scripture is where it says God sings over us. It actually says he sings, dances, and spins violently over you. They didn't put that in there. Because they couldn't imagine God ever doing anything, something so not reserved and so not holy in their opinion. This is really what the writers wrote. What is man that you would want to have a relationship with him? Nor the children of man that you would actually want to come and habitate with them. For you have made them a little, little lower than God. Somebody say God. Hmm? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you are not beneath angels. The Bible says you and I are going to judge angels. It's right there in the book of Romans. So God couldn't have made you below something that you're supposed to have authority over in the end of the age. Angels are ministering spirits sent to your life to help you. They're here to serve us. Amen. If something's been sent to serve me, then how many of you know I can't be subservient to the thing that's been sent to serve me? So what he's saying is this, is I made you a little bit lower than me. God said, you're like me. I made you in my image. I made you in my likeness. The only thing higher than you is me. That's what he's saying to us. Amen. Now, most people can even handle that in the church. Some people say, well, I see that. I can understand that. But then we get over to Psalms 85 and it begins to say this. You are little gods. Everybody goes off the rail. Ooh, what's he preaching down there at Truth Church? Oh, that doesn't sound good to me. That just sounds, oh, I don't know. Come on, how many of you know that's a little bit scary when I go around? You're a little God. But get this. It's little G. 
not big G. There's only one big G God. Hello. But you have God-like capacity and you have God-like abilities. You have the capacity that God put in you because you are in his image. You're in his likeness. So when God needed to show man what he was like, that's when he sent Jesus into the earth. Jesus came as God but became a man. He was fully God and he was fully man. So he could do one thing. He could demonstrate the kingdom of heaven to us so that we know how things operate in heaven. Come on, amen? But watch this, all through the Bible, God has been giving us a glimpse of what he was like. Because all through the scriptures, he shows us how we are to get things done. He shows us the importance of words. We talked about the authority of Jesus' name a few weeks ago. We talked about the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the authority of Jesus' name and the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in us. But it is by our spoken words activated by faith. Come on. Because we're behaving what we believe that shapes the realities that we live in. That's why words are so powerful. Words of faith will create an atmosphere of faith. Words of fear will create an atmosphere of fear. Hello. Come on. Amen. Hmm? I mean, God doesn't just speak so he can communicate. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. So when God speaks, he creates. Hello, come on, somebody, help me. Just there. It's not complicated. When God speaks, he creates. Somebody say, God said. The creative order of God speaking is how everything got started. It was put into place. God said in Psalms 33, 6 says this. By the rod of the Lord, the heavens were made. Isaiah 55, 11 says this. So shall my word be that goes from out of my mouth, and it will not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I sent it for. Come on. Hmm? In other words, everything that God speaks, he has a purpose for it. God don't just run his mouth without there being any purpose to what he's saying. Come on, that's a good lesson for us right there. Huh? Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2 and 3 says, In the last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed the heir of all things. Through him he also made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, and express image of his person, and upholding all things, watch this, by the word of his power. So how does he uphold everything? By the word of his power. By the word of his power. So it's important to notice that when we get to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27 and 28, he says to Adam, he says, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And he created them, male and female, created them he. Right? Huh? How do you know that man and woman both were in God? Male and female in God. Stay with me. Don't miss this. And he said to them, you will have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over everything that creeps on the earth. You will be fruitful and you will multiply. You will subdue your enemies and you will have dominion. Now watch this. Watch this. Adam is in the garden. And God says, I want you to take responsibility for the garden. You've got the rule. You've got the reign. You've got dominion. How many of that was man's purpose? And he says to Adam, he says, I'm going to put things in the garden, these animals in the garden. He says, but they don't know what they are until you speak a thing. Come on. 
And Adam sat there, and for days in the garden, a bear would walk by, and he goes, that's a bear, and it became a bear. A lion would walk by, and he said, that's a lion, and it was a lion. He named every living creature. He named the plants, the trees, all of it, because he had the dominion in his, come on somebody, he had the dominion of his words and the authority to do so that God gave him. He began to create the world that he lived in by the words that he spoke. Is everybody all right? Listen to me closely. He shows us three things that make us like God. First of all, when God created you as a man or a woman, he gave you a will. Everybody shout a will. Will. That means you got sovereignty. That means you can say yes or no. You get to choose. You have the ability. Amen. Nobody can make you do something that you don't want to do. That's why you got people that are in foreign countries that are being held captive in prison and they're being tortured year after year after year after year and they still won't confess what they're so being told to confess. Because when it, at the end of it all, you have a right to do what you want to do. You're a sovereign being. Now they can manipulate you. They can victimize you. They can torture you. They can deceive you and trick you into getting you to do something that you don't want to do. But the truth is, is you have a will. You're responsible for every choice that you make. That's why I can't choose for you to be saved. You have to choose for you to be saved. I can't choose for you to get your act together. You have to choose for you to get your act together. I can't choose for you to get off drugs. You have to choose to get off drugs. I can't choose for your marriage to be good. You have to choose for your marriage to be good. You have a sovereignty about you on your own life. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgarner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. 
You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.